In order to stay afloat and to stay profitable, you must run a lean business and stay out of debt and make your expenses on a monthly basis. What are those expenses? Electricity, rent if you have it, insurance, professional general liability. Those are expenses. And whatever you have left over is a profit. Solid, sustaining, and successful. You're listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast with your host, Kyle Meads, speech and language pathologist. Listen, learn, and prosper as we share our experience and knowledge so that you can improve your business and your life one podcast at a time. Well, hello, everyone. You're listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast. This is episode number 40. My name is Kyle Meads, and I'm a speech pathologist since 1993. And these podcasts are designed to help you improve your business and your life one podcast at a time. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. Thanks again for all the emails and all the questions. And as of today, today is Saturday, June the 16th, 2018. We have well over 34,178 listeners to the show. And I'm super delighted you guys are out there getting good, free, valuable information. And you know me, I'm going to say it every single podcast. Value is what you get in the absence of money. And these podcasts are free for you. So if you wouldn't mind, please go to the iOS or the Android platform of your choice and leave some good five-star feedback. That way other people can get the same valuable information. Now, when you go to the demographics and look at the worldview, most of our listeners, the majority of our listeners are coming in from the United States. Then secondly, we have Japan, then Australia, India, the UK, Canada, Germany, the Republic of Korea, and then lastly is South Africa. And when you break the demographics of the United States as a whole, you'll see that California is top in the charts. Then we've got Texas, Florida, New York, Arizona, Illinois, New Jersey, Georgia, then Pennsylvania. So again, if this is your first podcast, welcome to the show. If there's anything that you would like to hear talked about on the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast, shoot me an email, kyle at privateslp.com. I also want to tell you guys I have a space available for the perfect student. That's when you can fly in and work with me hand in hand, and we will get you credentialed and ready to bill and help you set up. You'll have coaching calls with me. You'll work with me here live in Tucson, Arizona. We will help you grow your own speech therapy private practice. But a lot of people reach out to me and they say they just simply don't have the time. So I do have an all-access membership community, and that's where you can log on and you'll have direct access to me. There's a private coaching section in there. There's tons of threads on billing, collections, how to start, grow, scale your own speech therapy private practice. We have monthly trainings, webinars. Those are transcribed into PDF format. They have audio formats for you to listen to, video formats, so you can watch those. So there's a lot of information in there, and that's available at privateslp.com forward slash coaching. Now, when you go to forward slash coaching, you might see an apply button there, or the membership may be open or closed, but you can uh, go ahead and click that button and leave me your name and details, and I'll review your application. So today, I wanted to speak to you guys about insurance time. Now, what is insurance time? I can guarantee you that your insurance time is different than your paycheck time. Now, what do I mean by that? Insurances have their own set of rules. They have their own time that they pay you on. So here's an example. I remember after Hurricane Katrina, we had some leaks in our roof and, you know, we just 
didn't have time to sit there and call the insurance company. I mean, the insurance companies were inundated with phone calls. I remember the guy who came out to adjust our home and look at our home for our insurance company. He was called out of retirement. He was retired airline pilot, and he was also an insurance adjuster on the side. So I remember climbing the ladder and getting on top of one of these big duplexes in New Orleans. I don't know for those of you who grew up in New Orleans or been around duplexes. The duplexes in New Orleans are kind of like a shotgun house, but they have two stories and then this huge roof, and it's way, way high up. But I got on the roof with him and walked the roof, and I was talking to him. And I mean, he was just telling me they were so backed up, and these insurance companies, they just simply couldn't handle the volume of calls. People who were calling in distress, you know, it's Hurricane Katrina. You know, people's homes were flooded, their roofs were destroyed, their houses were gone. And here I am, you know, just trying to get my roof taken care of. But I remember when Hurricane Katrina happened the very next day, The very next day, I was able to call a friend of mine. He was a contractor, and I said, hey, I need two roofs. What can you do for me? He says, how are you paying? I said, cash. And he said, you know, I'll be out there um, next week. And I said, I appreciate it. And I'll never forget, we had a team of roofers on one house, and then two days later, they're on the second house. And it was ready. It was a done deal. I think the total for each roof was about $2,700 each. And I had cash in the bank, and I was able to deal with the insurance company later. And so, So again, think about what I just said. You know, when you're dealing with insurance companies, you're going to have to wait. I mean, think about a natural disaster such as Hurricane Katrina. You got all those people trying to call insurance companies and, you know, they've got a skeleton crew answering the phones and they got people who they're hiring temporary employees, you know, to go adjust homes. And I mean, it was really crazy. But the takeaway that I learned, you know, as I was looking, when I walked that roof, I saw all those people waiting. They had blue Blue roofs, blue tarps, you know. I don't know if you Google blue tarps, New Orleans, Hurricane Katrina, you'll see what I'm talking about. Tons of blue images, just people who wanted to keep the rain out of their house. They put tarps over their roof. And I didn't have to do that because I was able to pay cash and get my service immediately. So what's the takeaway from here? The takeaway here is have cash in the bank for a rainy day. Go figure. Hurricane Katrina, rainy day. You get that? So have cash in the bank so you can stay operational. And so again, insurance time is completely different than your payday. When you're employed, you've got you know, a paycheck every two weeks or every other week or bi-monthly. You might be a salary employee or an hourly employee, or you might have a contract, but you know, you're going to get paid. But with insurance companies, you know, it's not set like that. When you work for yourself, you're employed by your patients and ultimately their payments to you, whether that's a, you know, a cash rate or it might be a copay towards their insurance or a deductible towards their insurance, or it might be, you know, that actual payment from insurance companies. But in order to stay afloat and to stay profitable, you must run a lean business and stay out of debt and make your expenses on a monthly basis. What are those expenses? Electricity, rent if you have it, insurance, professional general liability, 
those are expenses. And whatever you have left over is a profit. Now, in order to maximize your cash flow, you have to realize that insurance time is different from your time or your pay time. So you've got to have money in the bank so you can get paid and so you can sustain your business. So again, you'll get your payment, hopefully, if you do it right, with insurance companies. And we do talk a lot about that in the all-access community, how to bill and collect from insurance companies. But when you deal with insurance companies, you have to put all the information for each claim on a form, and that form is called a HICFA 1500 form, CMS, the Center for Medicaid Services. They have an official standard form that's used by physicians or speech, occupational, physical therapists. When you submit a bill or a claim for reimbursement to Medicare or Medicaid or even private insurance companies, that form is called a HICFA 1500. And HICFA just stands for Health Care Financing Administration. It's a standardized form. And when you fill that form out, it's got to have all the appropriate patient demographics, the diagnostic codes, CPT codes or HICPIC codes. All those codes go on that form and then it's sent to the insurance company for payment. Now, you have to submit a clean claim in order to get paid. Or let's say someone has... Medicaid, for instance, if they have Medicaid and then they have a third party payer like a private insurance company like Cigna, United Health, or Blue Cross, you still have to submit a clean claim to the Medicaid company in order to get payment, or you have to submit a clean claim to the third party liability company. Normally, when it comes to Medicaid, though, the state always wants to be the payer of last resort. So you will bill the private insurance company first, submit that clean claim, get the denial, then send that denial if you still need to get paid to the Medicaid company. So, you know, it's a tricky process, but you've got to have cash in the bank in order to avoid delay. Now, when I talk about delay, I mean delay. We've seen it all with speech therapy private practice and our company therapy group of Tucson and Tucson, Arizona. You know, we see a lot of kids and adults for treatment with communication disorders, and we bill all day long. But that doesn't mean we get paid all day long either. You know, we call and follow up on the claim a couple days to a week later, and they'll say, oh, we didn't receive it, you know, even though we filed electronically. Or sometimes we send certified mail to the insurance company because, you know, some of these companies, they want documentation, they want certain things. Different payers require different items to get a clean claim. And so sometimes we'll send a big stack of notes with a certified mail so we can track it and they'll say, oh, we never received it. So some of those insurance companies, I mean, they make it up. They have their delay tactics to avoid making that payment. So again, go back to the Hurricane Katrina and the Blue Roof theory. I mean, you've got to have cash in the bank. And if you're borrowing that cash from the bank, you know, you're working for the bank. You're not even working for yourself. So, you know, don't forget insurance time and payday time are two totally different things. So again, talking about clean claims and denials and insurance and billing and HICFA 1500 forms, you know, that's something that we do all the time in the speech therapy all access community at privateslp.com. So I hope this has been a good informational podcast for you guys. And if you have any questions below this podcast, you'll see a place for questions. So please don't hesitate to ask. And if there's something that you're looking for that you're not seeing on our podcast, simply shoot me an email, kyle at privateslp.com. And as always, thank you for listening. 
Thank you for listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast. For more information on Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup or to stay connected with Kyle, please visit privateslp.com.